0: Yo, um, a little minute ago, nah, that's a lie. Not a little minute ago, a long time ago, back in like 2009, my organization sent me to um training to learn about SharePoint. The reason why was because they had just pulled they had just brought SharePoint onto the organization, SharePoint 2007, right? And they already knew me as an IT guy, so they was like, yo. We want to send you out there so you can learn uh, more about SharePoint so you can start to implement it here at the organization. Try to help us out. I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? That's a a good bet. Um, So I went out there. I think I did like a week, maybe four days. I can't remember. When I say a week, I mean five days, like a work week. Um, But it might have been four days. I don't remember. Anyway, the point is um, I did it. It was cool. I left there Came back to the organization like, yo, y'all gotta try this, y'all gotta do this, y'all gotta do that, right? Mad hyped. Um, but I had no idea <laughs> that that was about to turn into like my whole career. You know what I'm saying? And that's what today's episode is about. It's about being a SharePoint developer. Um, yo, this is so unprofessional of me. Every time I'm uh every few episodes I'm recording, I got a noise in the background. Anyway. Pardon me, I'm gonna turn that off. But welcome to the SharePoint Help Desk podcast. This is where I, your host, Thurman Trotman, talk about um strategies, or, or I should say strategic ways to use SharePoint. And, you know, other tools inside of the 365 uh suite, but primarily SharePoint, and it's you know, less tech, more strategy. Um, and every now and then we'll have a topic like we're going to talk about today. All right. So boom. Um, do you want to be a SharePoint developer? I'll tell you, uh, some perks to, to see if this, uh, this, uh, this a, a riz you up. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. So boom, the pay is good. Right off top, I'm pretty sure you're wondering how, how do they get paid. Look up any job description for a SharePoint developer or a SharePoint admin or a SharePoint, whatever word they use after it. You're going to see that they get paid well. That's one. Two, um, it's a growing industry, but growing in the sense that not only SharePoint is constantly evolving, but um, the tools that support SharePoint inside of the 365 suite, those are also growing too. Those are also evolving. Um, so it's a growing field to be in. You know what I'm saying? And then also uh like I said, you you won't just be doing SharePoint. It's SharePoint and then like the surrounding applications that enhance SharePoint inside of the 365 suite. Um now depending on the organization, you're either gonna be doing straight up SharePoint or they're gonna have you doing what I used to do, which was everything. I'd be capturing requirements. I'd be testing the, the applications, I'd be obviously developing the applications, I'd be sitting in meetings, you know, uh, working a lot with the business, you might end up in a situation where that's what you do, I don't know, depends on your organization, if you go to a different type of organization, then you could end up being just like, yo, I sit back, relax, and I just do all of my SharePoint development, that's what they need, that's what they get, and they got somebody else, like a business analyst, who interfaces with, You know what I mean? The customer. Um, so, I mean, you could look at that how you want. That could be a pro. That could be a con. I don't know. The reason why, because I got my chops doing all that stuff for years today. I'm not doing that no more because it's just not efficient, but doing it for years where I learned a lot of like different parts of how this thing works. Um, it gave me a lot of education. So, um, these days, not doing it. I'll do one, two, three things for you. You know what I'm saying? But being that, that guy that does all of those things, it's just it's not an efficient use of my time for you, the organization, for me to support you. You know what I'm saying? It just ain't. Um, now, another reason why, another thing about being a SharePoint developer is you got to understand you're not a traditional developer. I mean, I'm, unless you already are. Unless you could code and do all of that you're not necessarily a traditional developer. What you are is like a low-code, no-code developer, which means you build applications uh, uh, without writing a bunch of code. You you don't write some you know a little bit amount of code and get that done. But that code writing actually comes with Power Apps. So SharePoint can go to a certain extent and like you know build you some nice, strong apps. But to extend it to like really take it to the next level, then you gotta go to Power Apps. That's the low-code, no-code solution for building applications. So that's probably where you want to be. Because, um, I mean, it just makes you, you know, more, it puts more in your arsenal. But you will be definitely having to know some type of code if you're going to be dealing with Power Apps. Um, So, tons of reasons why you would, might want to be a SharePoint developer. Um, let's talk about Why you might not want to (laughs) be. So in some instances, SharePoint is not really, um, you know, looked at as like a reliable tool. You know, in some organizations, SharePoint is a four-letter word. You know what I'm saying? If you you don't want to, you know, be associated with um, a tool that people, you know, basically call trash, then you probably don't want to be in this. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds like weird advice because I'm in it and I've been in it for years. That's probably because I look at my approach to work differently than a lot of people. So I'm not giving like this general boilerplate um, information. I'm really speaking from my point of view. Um, And yeah, that's one of the things, man. If If you can't deal with people hating SharePoint then you know, you're know you not going to want to do it. And I get it. I know why people hate SharePoint. Trust me. It's not lost on me. Um, I, talk, I talk trash about SharePoint sometimes too. I used to talk way more trash, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do it so much now because it's getting better. It's a tool that, you know what I mean? It's getting better over the years. Uh, another reason is if you don't like Microsoft products, You know what I'm saying? If you're not a big fan of Microsoft products, you're probably not going to want to be a SharePoint developer because you're not going to just be using SharePoint. You're going to be using those other tools inside of the suite. You're going to be using SharePoint. You're going to be using Teams. You're going to be using Planner. You're going to be using Power Apps. You're going to be using Power Automate, Power BI. You're going to be using all these tools to interface with SharePoint to make SharePoint better, and all of these tools are Microsoft tools. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to deal with that, then this ain't this ain't for you. And <laughs> you know I'm saying, um, I got one more point here, which is, um, I don't know. I I don't really know that this is necessarily negative either. You know what I'm saying? But if you're gonna be in SharePoint, it's hard to pick a thing. You know what I'm saying? Because SharePoint could do so much. It's hard to pick a thing to like hang your hat on. So there's a lot of, you know, moving pieces, a lot of moving parts that you have to remember. So it's not like somebody's gonna come to you and be like, yo, um, can you do this thing on SharePoint? And constantly, over and over and over and over and over, you're just doing that same thing. You're gonna be doing a lot of the same things over and over, but that's just the key, is that there's a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of moving parts. There's SharePoint can build websites. SharePoint can um, manage documents in a whole bunch of different ways. SharePoint has lists, which allows you to manage information a whole bunch of different ways. Um, SharePoint also has, you know, a whole security aspect to it. You know what I mean? There's a big, uh, I was about to say a fight, but there's a lot of, you know, unclear guidance about whether or not You know, SharePoint meshes well with what is supposed to be the knowledge management uh, mission. I don't know. You got to talk to a KM about that, a knowledge manager. Uh, What else can SharePoint do? It can automate processes. Um, You could do some very minor automation, but then you can get into some crazy automation when we're talking about Power Automate. Um, just Just a lot of things that SharePoint could do. And... You want to make sure you get up to speed on all of these things. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what these things do. Be able to speak to a customer, you know, properly about this, uh, about what they're looking to get done. It's it's a lot. You know what I mean? But like any, it don't matter, actually. When you think about it, any field that you're in, when you first get into it, you're not going to be like knocking it out of the park as soon as you get out of there, as soon as you get in there. You know what I'm saying? You got to give it some time. The people who do, who you see that are like really good at something that they do, I guarantee you they've put in mad time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been, like I said, this at the beginning of this episode, they brought SharePoint on board uh, 2009 and this is 2023. That's 14 years. I've been put, I've been eating, sleeping and breathing SharePoint for 14 years. You know what I'm saying? So I I know a lot. You know what I mean? But I will say, I think I could train somebody to come work with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they, you only need two things, two criteria. Have a want or a love, maybe I should say, for helping people. You know what I'm saying? So, having the right attitude. Your customer service got to be top notch. And then, two, understand, you know, software and IT, If you the, the basics of it, you know what I'm saying, if you are, if you fall into that category, then I could show you how to use SharePoint, and then you can use SharePoint to support other people, matter of fact, that'd be, just, I mean, if I started hiring, that's what I would do, there's always, a, that's another thing, I forgot to mention that, there's a shortage of SharePoint folks, constantly, constantly, Looking to hire SharePoint folks and these SharePoint people can't get staffed because the SharePoint people that exist already, they're taken care of. They're good. <laughs> they're making good money and they got a nice little job and they enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's like there's no new up and coming folks. You know what I'm saying? Or or the folks who are working there are shrinking. And it's like, yo, bro, I, I <laughs> if you knew what was out there, you'd probably be like, oh, nah, I need to get on this wave. So, um, that's another perk is that you can get hired. If if I was to train, if I was to get somebody in right now that fell into those two criteria that I just mentioned earlier, the criterion, you know what I mean? And I say, yo, I'm going to train you for like a month, maybe, I don't know, two months. I don't know what it is, how long it would take. Let me train you up. Understand like the basics And then set you into the world and say, yo, this person is ready to be a SharePoint developer. Now, you probably won't be able to command like a super high number right out the gate. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. There's a lot of organizations ready to throw some money away. But um, you will definitely start off comfortable, no doubt. Now, I don't know if they're going to be like, yo, but they only have X amount of years of experience. I don't know. But if I could say, yo, listen, trust me, this person will be able to... Support what you need on on a regular basis let me you know let me staff them let's just let's do a six month contract type something or whatever like that then i think I think we can make that work to be quite honest, you know what i'm saying i don't i don't I don't think SharePoint is hard, but that's me, and also there's other people out there whose brain works like mine who would also see SharePoint and be like, "Oh yeah, I feel you, this ain't even that hard. I can't believe they're paying you that much bread for that, you know what I'm saying." That's the type of person who, well, along with also being, like, into customer service the same way I am. Those are the kind of people that uh, I would hire and and put out there. Like, I'm staffing them. You know what I'm saying? And saying, hey, you can, you know, do this six-month contract over there. Anyway, um, I, I, look, I don't know if I helped. <laughs> I think I threw out some cons, some pros. To, and, and to be honest, if you have... Um, if you enjoy working in i t like if you got a, if you gotta you know you enjoy the i t thing um and you i don't know so like if you came and work for me, you would have to know customer service because you're gonna interface with the customer if you went and worked to some other organization then it's it's a possibility you won't have to interface with a customer you'll just interface with somebody who's telling you what you need to do, and then you just go do it. You know what I'm saying? So if you have, uh, like, if you understand software, if you pick up software pretty easily, and you think you can, uh, you know, a- execute on some requirements fairly easy, like, let's say if somebody said, yo, I needed you to know Canva. Like, Canva is the, is the, the tool where you could create mad graphics and all that, right? And build your own slides and, you know, just super cool, making it easy for people to do all the cool looking graphics and all that. If you knew Canva, like the back of your hand, and now it was time for you to be the Canva person. So, hey, every time I need something done, I need to go to the Canva person. If you were that and like some organization was like hiring for a Canva rep or whatever, I don't know what you call it, Canva developer. Let's say it was that. Let's say it was a Canva developer. Think of it that way. You know a software really well, and the organization is asking you to do some stuff in the software. And then guess what? If you don't know how to do that particular thing they're asking, Google that job. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of job you could have and get paid really good money if you know, you're know you into that. So I mean, I, yo, if you're looking to get trained, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could talk, and I could see if you could go through my course And if you understand SharePoint from there, then I could give you a couple like mini projects and say, yo, do this, do that. And if you're good at it, then yo, we're going to find you some work. That's not, that's no, I was about to, I don't curse on this show. You know what I'm saying? So let me, let me relax myself. Anyway, um, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the SharePoint Help Desk podcast. I am your host, Thurman Trotman. You know what we do here. I talk about um, strategic ways to use SharePoint, but. Um, I do it in a way where it's like, you know, less tech, more strategy. I don't want to get too bogged down with the tech. We're going to have the YouTube channel for all that. Um, And any other videos I got to put out. So uh, make sure you follow me on LinkedIn. I post every single day and I post useful stuff on there. What did I post today? Uh, Oh, like this week I'm going through talking about like HR. You know what I'm saying? Like how HR folks could use SharePoint. So come holler at me on LinkedIn, yo. Thurman, T H E R M A N, Trotman, T R O T M A N. I'm out here at Playboy. All right, thanks for listening. Later.